Now, we had a uh, big day in the seventh circuit for New Zealand teams yesterday. Both made the final 1-1. One, one, one did not, but a person there to call it all was Ricky Swinnell, and she joins us now before she jumps on the bus for the airport. G'day, Ricky. How you doing? Morning, guys. You're good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Good, good Ricky. Good. good to hear your good. voice. Lovely. Wow, wee. Jeez, you get around, don't you? <laughs> I, remember, I remember you. He's thinking, he's thinking. I know I, know, I do get around I, a wee bit. I do remember you, and you're doing a stellar <laughs> job over there calling the sevens. How, how are you enjoying it? How are you finding it? It's good. It's, um, uh, well, I, I was looking forward to getting to Vancouver because I'm not a big summer person, and I was well and truly over the heat at home. So I've come to like two, de- <laughs> two degrees for the rest oh, of the no. week, and now I'm maybe regretting it a little bit. But no, it's been uh, a really good week. This tournament's awesome. Like you, uh, the stadium's amazing. Brilliant setup. Uh, get really well looked after by Rugby Canada and stuff like that. So it's um, it's always a fun week. And then yeah, from the Kiwi perspective, and there's a few of us uh, who mm. work on the tour over here. Well, it was not a bad old weekend. Yeah, great weekend for the Kiwis, particularly our uh, Blackfern Sevens team uh, beating France in the finale. But I want to just talk about the the Sevens circuit as a whole. Gone are the days of Fiji, Scotland, Samoa, to an extent on the men's side, and even in the women's side, you know, dominated by Australia and New Zealand. Everyone is competitive. How competitive is this series from men's and women's at the moment? Oh, yeah, it's crazy, particularly in the men's. Um, mm. And th- and that's why, like, I know at home people sort of think about, oh, you know, the All Black Sevens haven't gone that well or whatever. The- the Argentina are clearly really ahead of the pack at the moment. And, and I think even that surprises some people at just how I'm good surprised. they've got. But- <laughs> Yeah, and they are they they are brilliant. And as somebody said, they're they're probably the, this Argentina men's sevens team is probably the next tier of players who aren't in that Pumas fifteen squad. These guys are the next one. I mean, a couple of them were in that World Cup squad, so they are an, an awesome team. But across the board, you know, you can be you can be South Africa who won the tournament mm. in Dubai. And this this week didn't couldn't get out of the quarterfinals, couldn't get to the quarterfinals. Um, the women's is probably this uh, New Zealand and Australia still clearly vastly ahead of the other two, but you're going to have the blips like you saw with Australia this weekend. Mm. Uh, but France should always be there or thereabouts, and then there's a couple of teams that just haven't quite bridged the gap yet, but it is definitely getting closer. Although as I say, New Zealand and Australia are still the two best teams for the women, but the men are ridiculous. It is just so competitive every single week. Ricky, we, we've seen the French rugby team in the Six Nations go off the boil. Uh, drew, drew with Italy the other day. Uh, they, they lost some bloke called Anton Dupont. Uh, the French Sevens <laughs> team uh, haven't, made, uh, haven't got out of a quarterfinal uh, in this comp for a long time. They get some bloke called Anton Dupont, make the semifinals. Just how good has he transitioned? Yeah, turns out turns out the bloke can play. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone was sort of going, "How's he going to How's he going to transition and all of that?" And um, he only played a couple of minutes in the first game, a couple of minutes in the second game. He started the third game and scored a try, his first try on the series. And then from there, it was like he took off. He's even got his first sevens yellow card, which happens quite a lot. But the <laughs> the other part of it too was just the level of interest that he created. And, you know, we probably talk about rugby not being a huge sport in Canada, but the crowd here was so knowledgeable. Every time he came up on the big screen, they're cheering for him and all of that. Um, the eyeballs, I know that it got on the, the social medias and, and stuff. It was, it was absolutely amazing. And he seemed to embrace it 
all too. Like the mm. sevens setup is so vastly different to, to international 15s. It's such a completely different vibe where all the teams and players are sitting in the same kind of hall, having their lunch or having breakfast together and stuff like that. It, it's so much more loose and relaxed, I guess. Um, and he, he really did get into it. But um, yeah, I, I think um, I think the guy's going to be able to play okay. <laughs> a lot of people want to do it, Ricky. A lot of people think about yeah. it. And then a lot, lot of people go and try and have a crack and that doesn't quite work out. What is it about Antoine Dupont and his game that you feel like he can have a career like you're seeing already? Do you know what? I, I think the thing that caught a lot of us by surprise, and, and obviously because of the nature of the position he plays in 15, you don't always see it. But the actual turn of pace that he had a couple of times tracking back on defence, like absolute gas to cut down guys. And we know he's quick, right? Like, you know, you don't you don't you don't be as good as he is and, and play where he does with Oh, have we lo- have we lost Ricky? She's still there? That was oh, no. yeah, going right. through the tunnel. <laughs> going through the tunnel in the bus. Um but uh you'd be interested. You're there, you're there, Ricky. We lost you. You must have gone through a tunnel, did you? No, you got me there. Yeah, we yep. got you now. I think what happened, I've gone off the wire. I've got caught between the hotel Wi-Fi and the other way, so I'll just stand by the door. Um, yeah, like just he is absolutely really, really quick. And then, of course, mm. the vision he has. So if you're France and you're setting a scrum on the 22 with a big old blindside and sevens, that is just going to be DuPont Day all the time. And so, um, yeah, that transition was amazing. And, yeah, you're right, Izzy, like a lot of guys and girls mm. t- think about doing it but whether they actually can and cut it. And hopefully this week in LA, we're going to see whether Michael Hooper's the next one of that. He's mm. due to play for Australia this week in coming um, and see how his transition is. Yeah, it's, it's something. I, I, was, I had a crack at 2008, and that was the reason I played 15s. It was too hard. I, was, I, was, I stuffed that titch. I'm sick of your bloody fitness testing. Um, but, mate, it's just flip back to our to our very own, the, the women's side. They uh, they dominated. They had a hell of a lot of injuries, too, so they had to, they had to yeah. dig deep. But this team, Portia Woodman, how special is she? Oh, she was brilliant in the final mm. in particular. And I, I think all of us could probably say Portia maybe hasn't been at her best this season and the New Zealand team hasn't they yeah. just haven't really fired they just look clunky a bit at times this season and uh, they've just they simplified things a little bit this weekend and it, and it really made a difference the work was being done in the middle and then what, when that happens you're going to see Portia Woman Wycliffe scoring on one side and Michaela Blythe scoring on the other um, and that's exactly what happened they were both like top of the try, try scoring charts I think Michaela ended up with 11 or 12 for the weekend which is a you know that's a, a lot of try scoring and, mm-hmm. and yeah so everything was just simplified it looked a whole lot better they looked a whole lot more relaxed and as you say like that's a team that had Kelly Brazier, Sarah Hidani, Stacey Waka and Elena mm-hmm. Sayeli sitting at home this weekend as well so really promising um, for the women's team. You're thinking of Anton Dupont. I get a sense that Georgia Miller's got the same effect. Is, oh. it, is it right? Like, is she a rock star oh, on the Seventh Circuit? <laughs> she is like, I mean, I lucky kind of seen her playing from when she was 15, 16. I mean, she still only just turned 20. Um, mm. But she's got this way about her and uh, this ease, that, the, the time that she has to is do she everything. No, well, I always say she's just got a little bit of mongrel. She's got a little bit of um, timaru to her, which yeah. is awesome. And I try and explain that, explain what a bit of South Island Kiwi mongrel <laughs> is to an international audience. I'm like, that's kind of it. But she's a such, she's a total sweetie. Like she's, yeah. you know, she's 19, 20 years old, living this best life, and she's a hell of a footy player. Um, she's just, and she 
in the big games is when she really starts to shine, and that's what you want, right? You want to see um, you, you when you need big-time players, she's mm. doing that time and again. So, um, yeah, she's got just a huge future ahead of her. Oh, I love watching her. She's my favourite player, man. She's just determined. Yeah. And the way that she can spy a gap and show some speed, it's uh, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. We want entertainers on the park. Um, from a New Zealand men's side, uh, obviously making to the final, just fell short up against a formidable Argentinian side that is mm. on a, on a, in a class of its own. Are you, are you concerned? Are you happy with where this men's team's at leading up to Paris? I, like, look, they, they turned a bit of a corner this weekend as well because they're probably a bit like the women's just haven't really fired things. They've been clunky. They have had another whole raft of injuries again. Like mm. They've got a lot of guys sitting at home, and they have had that all, all the time. But that, that, that things just started to look a little better. They started that final brilliantly well against Argentina um, and a couple of mistakes, though, and, and Argentina will kill you. They're just too good at the moment. So, mm. um, yeah, I think much more promising signs, still a lot of work to do. Um, but as we always say, kind of like, is anyone going to matter what they did now? Um, you know, if they win a, win a gold medal or, or whatever, it's all going to kind of count in Paris at the moment. But yeah, things certainly started to look a lot better. Ricky, another player that we should talk about because, you know, we've given a lot of uh, love to Anton Dupont is Matthias uh, Asadchuk from uh, the Argentinian team who uh, he, he just looked at. So has that bloke got Teflon hips or what? Like nobody can <laughs> oh, seem to no. be able to hold on to him. <laughs> He looks like um, I was thinking. I was watching because he's obviously gone with the peroxide blonde too. He looks like Ryan Gosling. He looks like Ken in the Barbie <laughs> movie with the blonde. Um, I think Matias Sadzuk looks really underrated. Um, we look so much at Argentina. You look at Mineta, um, Isgro, Gonzalez, and then like the veteran Gaston Revol. Um, that you you forget about a guy like Sadzuk, and he had some injuries last season and is coming back really strongly now. Um, and, and, yeah, I think they've just got such a well-rounded team, this Ar- the Argentinian side. So, um, yeah, they yeah, he, and he's such a key part of it. Now, I have to go and get on a bus, so I might lose you. We can keep trying um, hey, as Ricky. I walk away from the Wi-Fi. Ricky, you're, you're a busy wahine, mate. We appreciate you coming on our show. You, you've enlightened us. You've, you've got us excited about... I don't know how, why I'm getting excited about Anton Dupont, but anyway, we'll support him and see how he goes. But thank, thank you so much. We appreciate it. We'll let you go, mate. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Yeah, we'll do. There you go. Ricky Swinnell with us. Uh, one to, one to this parish, uh, now uh, mm. travelling the world on the on the World 7 circuit. But uh, uh, great to hear Ricky doing her thing as well. She's going to be at the Olympics too. She's doing a great job, man. She's one of the... Um, one of the leading female commentators around the globe, and uh, she she actually was the first female commentator to commentate a test match. Um, I think it was last year. So she's she's doing a great job. She does just a fantastic rugby mind, and she's got a perfect view of what's unfolding in the seven scene. You know, Argentina. When you rattle off a couple of names, I, I don't know them personally, and I don't. You know, have a real understanding of who they are, what they're about. But I remember this video that was posted, and this is a horrible video, but there was this team that was on the beach, and they had all of their shirts off. And it was the Argentina um, Sevens team, and I was like, holy, these blokes are stacked. So, um, mate, it's it's crazy to think that Fiji are sitting third in the mm. standings. Ben Gollings, the great uh, England Sevens player, is struggling to ignite the sevens team. And now we're seeing the French, you know, the, the Kiwis, the Argentinas, the Irelands, 
you know, what, what's happened to the South Africans couldn't even get out and out of pool stage in the quarterfinals. So, um, and, and I'm, uh, yeah, look, there's a question, there's one here from Dan that's come through, and I was going to ask a question before she shot off about the current state of the men's team. Yes, we made a final, but we weren't good enough to get the result. We are an ageing side. There is there is a lot of um, you know experience in that squad, but what does the next picking look like mm. for the sevens team? Are we unearthing some young players that are going to burst onto the scene? Like the days of unearthing a Jonah Lomu, an Eric Rush, a Carl Tanana, you know, are we seeing that? It was a stepping stone for higher honours, but now this, the way that the contracts are set up, Rick Dog, like. They are set up in a, in a way that the sevens is your sole passion and your job. And I love it. Whereas back in the day, it was an opportunity for you to go play sevens to better you to go and play 15s, Super Rugby, All Blacks, potentially if you're good enough. Um, so, yeah, look, a little bit of concerned about the men's team. Mm, yeah, well, I mean, that's and Dan's text is talking about the mm. lack of pace, right? See, back in the day, we had, we were a middle team with Zinni and Buck going mm. up the middle, but you need pace to get the gong. It's a, We've got an old-fashioned way of playing. We need pace. And you got Roderick Solo that, that plays uh, for the men's side, but we don't have that winger that's got out-and-out um, pace. I remember Victor Vito when I was playing... Um, you know, out there, absolute speed demon. You know, Nigel Hunt. Um, you had playmakers. You had workhorses, DJ Fords, Ed Coker, Stephen Yates in the middle of the park. But then you had talent and X-Factor out wide. And, um, yeah, like maybe we are just lacking a little bit of pace at the moment.